0: And welcome to Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery and I am your host today. Uh, we are in episode 18.2 and this is John chapter 19. So welcome and thank you for uh, joining me again. Um, so uh, we are now getting into, uh, we're past the uh, trial with Pilate and we're going to be getting into uh, Jesus being sentenced to death. So um, so we're kind of getting into the ending of John, which is awesome. Uh, we're really uh, just pouring through this, and I'm so impressed. We are now four months into this podcast, and we've, uh, we're going to be finishing up four books of the New Testament. So good job uh, hanging in there. So uh, I just hope that everybody's on board and doing this with me. So, uh, as always, um, we always start out with prayer. Um, seems like a lot of stuff happened over this weekend, and um, it's just crazy, crazy times. It's, just, it's January, it's the first month of the year, and it's just already like, wow, crazy. So, uh, okay, so I'm going to open up in prayer, and then we'll uh, go ahead and dive into this. So, <clears throat> Holy God, Heavenly Father, we are... We are in awe of you. We are blessed to be able to come before your throne. And we uh, want you to just inhabit our hearts and our minds and our souls and just fill us with your Holy Spirit and guide us and duress, direct us, Lord. Um, we are thankful for giving us this book, this Bible, this uh, autobiography, a manual to um navigate through this life. So we're so grateful that you loved us so much that you would give us this. We're mostly thankful for the gift of your son, your only son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins. Lord, we are not worthy of what his sacrifice was. And as I I read of what he did and what he did for us in fulfilling the scriptures, Lord, uh, there's, there's no doubt that this was Jesus, this Jesus was your son and he came for us. And there's no doubt because there's just so much prophecy in here that uh, if you really study it, you can figure out that there really is no other explanation. So Lord, I'm just so grateful that you uh, sent him for us. Um, Lord, I just ask blessings over this time. Um, Help us to understand what you want us to understand and to read and uh, absorb everything that it is that you want us to absorb into our hearts and into our lives. And I pray that we can all be an example of who Jesus is. Uh, I pray blessings over everybody out there listening, Uh, even if it's just one person, I pray over that one person, whoever it is that's out there listening. Uh, I appreciate them and uh, I just pray that this um, podcast will explode, that people are, are gonna listen to it. It's not fancy, but it is your word, and that's all we're about, is uh, just reading your word into the world. So, Lord, I pray that uh, it will get out there. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say, and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so here we are, uh, chapter 19, episode 18.2. Jesus sentenced to death. Then Pilate had Jesus flogged with a lead-tipped whip. The soldiers wove a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and they put a purple robe on him. Hail, king of the Jews, they mocked as they slapped him across the face. Pilate went outside again and said to the people, I am going to bring him out to you now, but understand clearly that I find him not guilty. Then Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, and Pilate said, Look, here is the man. When they saw him, the leading priests and temple guards began shouting, crucify him, crucify him, take him yourselves and crucify him. Pilate said, I find him not guilty. The Jewish leaders replied by our law, he ought to die because he called himself the son of God. When Pilate heard this, he was more frightened than ever. He took Jesus back into the headquarters again and asked him, where are you from? But Jesus gave no answer. Why don't you talk to me? Pilate demanded, don't you realize that I have the power to release you or crucify you? Then Jesus said, you would have no power over me at all unless it were given to you from above. So the one who handed me over to you has the greater sin. Then Pilate tried to release him, but the Jewish leaders shouted, if you release this man, you are no friend of Caesar. Anyone who declares himself a king is a rebel against Caesar. When they said this, Pilate brought Jesus out to them again. Then Pilate sat down on the judgment seat on the platform that is called the stone pavement, in Hebrew, Gabbatha. It was now about noon on the day of preparation for the Passover. And Pilate said to the people, Look, here is your king. Away with him, they yelled. Away with him. Crucify him what crucify your king pilate asked we have no king but caesar the leading priests shouted back then pilate turned to jesus i'm sorry then pilate turned jesus over to them to be crucified the crucifixion so they took jesus away carrying the cross by himself he went to the place called place of the skull in hebrew golgotha there they nailed him to the cross two others were crucified with him one on either side with Jesus between them. And Pilate posted a sign on the cross that read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. The place where Jesus was crucified was near the city and the sign was written in Hebrew, Latin and Greek so that many people could read it. Then the leading priest objected and said to Pilate, change it from the King of the Jews to, he said, I am King of the Jews. Pilate said, no, what I have written, I have written when the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they divided his clothes among the four of them, among the four of them. They also took his robe, but it was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said, rather than tearing it apart, let's throw dice for it. This fulfilled the scripture that says they divided my garments among themselves and threw dice for my clothing. So that is what they did. Standing near the cross were Jesus' mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother standing there beside the disciple he loved, he said to her, Dear woman, here is your son. And he said to, his, to this disciple, Here is your mother. And from then on, this disciple took her into his home. The death of Jesus Jesus knew that his mission was now finished, and to fulfill scripture, he said, I am thirsty. A jar of sour wine was sitting there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put it on a hyssop branch, and held it up to his lips. When Jesus had tasted it, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. It was on the day of preparation, and the Jewish leaders didn't want the bodies hanging there the next day, which was the Sabbath. And a very special Sabbath because it was Passover week, so they asked Pilate to hasten their deaths by ordering that their legs be broken. Then their bodies could be taken down, so that the soldiers could be taken down. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the two men crucified with Jesus. But when they came to Jesus, they saw that he was already dead, so they didn't break his legs. One of the soldiers, however, pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water flowed out. This report is from an eyewitness giving an accurate account. He speaks the truth so that you also may continue to believe. These things happened in the fulfillment of the scriptures that say "No, not one of his bones will be broken, and they will look on the one they pierced. The burial of Jesus. <clears throat> Afterward, Joseph of Arimathea who had been a secret disciple of Jesus because he feared the Jewish leaders, asked Pilate for permission to take down Jesus' body. When Pilate gave permission, Joseph came and took the body away. With him came Nicodemus, the man who had come to Jesus at night. He brought about 75 pounds of perfumed ointment made from myrrh and aloes. Following Jewish burial customs, They wrapped Jesus's body with the spices in long sheets of linen. The place of crucifixion was near a garden where there was a new tomb never used before. And so because it was the day of preparation for the Jewish Passover and since the tomb was close at hand, they laid Jesus there. All right. So that's a lot of stuff packed into one chapter. Um, So um, starting out with, um, you know, I've actually read the account of what this whole thing happened to Jesus, this whole crucifixion. And starting with the lead tip whip, I mean, you know, there's like, what is it, a cat, cat, cat of nine tails or something like that. And uh, there's like nine I think there were nine pieces of leather with these little metal, you know, tipped whips, and so it's like literally tearing the flesh off of him. I mean, it's crazy. Thirty nine times he got whipped. I believe it was thirty nine times. I mean, that's uh, that's inhuman as far as I'm concerned. I don't know what, where does this evil come from? I don't know, but uh, anyway, uh, I, I just can't imagine the agony um the soldiers wove a crown of thorns and put it on his head and they put on a purple robe which I believe means royalty uh on him and then they mocked him and slapped him I mean what did he do that was so bad really you know this is what's so crazy uh Pilate went outside again and said to the people I am going to bring him out to you but understand clearly that I I find him not guilty now in the other account he actually washes his hands, I believe. Uh, I think it was in Matthew that we read that. Uh, then Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Um, and Pilate said, look, here, here he is. Here's, here's your man. And the leading priests and the temple guards. See, that's interesting. Leading priests and the temple guards. That means that uh, you know, these are the Jewish leaders that are you know, instigating this. Um, to, you know, Crucify him, crucify him. Uh, take him yourselves and crucify him. I don't find him guilty. Pilate's again, he's trying to, you know, clear himself of this. He doesn't want to have anything to do with the the, the crucifixion of this, this poor innocent man. <clears throat> and then um, I went down into eight. I, you know, he's begging him. He's like begging. Pilate is begging Jesus, you know, please talk to me. Um, Where are you from? Why don't you talk to me? Don't you realize that I have the power to release you or crucify you? Um, and Jesus says, you have no power over me unless it was given to you from above. And the one who handed me over to you has the greater sin. So he's pointing back at those <laughs> Jewish leaders again, is what I'm, I'm thinking. And then he says, if you release this man, you are no friend of Caesar's, what the leaders are saying, the Jewish leaders. So they're kind of like tying themselves into that, you know, trying to show allegiance to, you know, what Caesar's, you know, that they're in alignment with Caesar. So that Pilate will, you know, do what they're asking him to do. Uh, Then uh, he tried to release him again. And then um, when they said this, Pilate brought Jesus out to them again. Then Pilate sat down on the judgment seat. Um... And he says, you know, here's your king, you know, and they're saying, no, take him away, you know, take away, crucify him. We have no king but Caesar, the leading priest shouted back. And Pilate turned to Jesus over to them to be crucified. And then uh, there they nailed him to the cross. Two others were crucified with him and on either side with Jesus between them. And Pilate posted the sign, "Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews," and it was written in Hebrew, Latin, and Greek, so everybody could read it. You know, because that apparently was the the languages of that that time and in that place. And then the Jewish leaders are very sneaky. Here they are. They're saying the king of the, change it from the King of the Jews to He said, "I am King of the Jews." And he, Pilate's like, "No, no, I'm not changing it now. What I said is what I said," which is again, you know, this is all fulfillment. You know, this is not, you know, they're, they're very sneaky, those, those leaders. <clears throat> so, uh, and then um, rather than tearing apart the the robe, they throw dice for it, which is fulfillment of the scriptures. And I went and looked it up. It is Psalm twenty two eighteen, 18. Um, and it's again, 22, uh, it is Psalm 22. If you go back to it, uh, let's see. There, I underlined a few things in there. Um, Jesus actually quotes from 22.1, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Although he doesn't do it here, but as was in another, chap- uh, another book that we read. Matthew, I think it was. And then uh, it says in 18, They divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. I mean, those Roman soldiers, there's no way that they knew about that. You know, they they wouldn't have known. They wouldn't have been studying the Old Testament at all. But there's so many other, uh, you know, Jesus says, this is all, I believe it's, you know, Jesus talking, you know, through David. Because David's the one that wrote this, I believe. So um, he says in 6, I am scorned and despised by all. Everyone who sees me mocks me. I mean, that's what was going on there. In 11, uh, no one can help. Uh, else can help me my enemies surround me like a herd of bulls and then in 15 which we're going to get to this in a second um, he says my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth and then in 16 my enemies surround me like a pack of dogs an evil an evil gang closes in on me they have pierced my hands and feet and then I can count all my bones my enemies stare at me and gloat they divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing I mean, that's all pointing to Jesus, you know. And when you read the Old Testament, it's all pointing to Jesus, all of it. So, uh, and then when Jesus is up on the cross, he sees his mother standing there with Mary Magdalene. Uh, They're all Marys in this little group. Uh, Dear woman, here is your son. And he says to uh, this disciple, here is your mother and from then on this disciple took her into his home uh it says that he the disciple he loved and i think that i want to say it was john is that right i think it's john oh john oh yeah because he's talking about himself that's right i've heard that before (laughs) he's just yeah yeah that's what it was when jesus saw his mother standing there beside the disciple he loved uh, me you know he's talking about himself he said to her, okay, so anyway, I'm not trying to make light of this. I just, I'm just interested. They all wanted to be the disciple that, you know, Jesus loved the most. <clears throat> and then the death of Jesus. Jesus knew that his mission was now finished, and to fulfill scripture, he said, I am thirsty, which is what he said back there in Psalm. My tongue it sticks to the roof of my mouth. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. A jar of sour wine was sitting there, so they soaked a sponge in it and put, uh, put it on a hyssop branch and held it to his lips. And when Jesus tasted it, he said, you know, the bitter wine, uh, he says, it is finished. You know, the sour wine, The, the you know, he's eaten a bitter pill. You know, this is like all fulfillment. You know, this is very symbolic. Um, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. And then, of course, uh, it's Passover week, so they want to, you know, bring the bodies down. And so they tried to, they break the bodies of the two thieves on either side. But because Jesus uh, was already dead, they didn't break his legs, which again fulfills um, uh, several different uh, scriptures from the Old Testament. So if you go into Exodus twelve forty six, I didn't mark it, so give me a second. Uh, is there we go. 12 46. I underlined it. Uh, it says, Each Passover lamb must be eaten in one house, do not carry any of its meat outside, and do not break any of its bones. So, again, you know, the, the spotless lamb that we're talking about. And then, uh, if you go into Numbers 9 12, I didn't put a little, I usually put a little. Uh, dog ear. I've told you that before. 912. I did underline it though, I think. Yeah. So they must not leave any of the lamb until the next morning and they must not break any of its bones. You know, this is again the Passover lamb that we're talking about. This is all, you know, orchestrated like the timing and I mean, it's so obvious how, you know, God planned all this. To me, it's amazing. And then if you go into Psalm 3420, again, didn't dog ear it, so let me find Psalm, sorry, 34, what did I say? 3420, just made notes on here. So 34, for the Lord protects the bones of the righteous, not one of them is broken. And then I put a little John 19 next to that just so that I can go back into it, because when we continue doing this uh, Bible study, We'll be going into the Old Testament and doing that. Uh, So anyway, it's just, you know, this is all fulfillment of scripture of the Old Testament that leads you right back into Jesus. So I I find it very intriguing and amazing and just God just, again, showing up. And then the burial of Jesus, Joseph of Arimathea, along with Nicodemus, uh, take the body of Jesus um, in, in the night, at night, I'm sorry. It wasn't at night. I'm sorry. That was uh, Nicodemus had come to Jesus at night. I'm sorry. And then, following Jewish burial customs, they wrapped Jesus's body with the spices and long sheets of linen cloth. The place of crucifixion was near a garden, where there was a new tomb, uh, never to be, u- never used before. So it was a, a brand new, clean, never been used for the spotless lamb, just like the donkey that he rode in on was a brand new colt that nobody had ever ridden on. You know, this is all for, you know, uh, for Jesus uh, being our our sacrificial lamb, you know. Uh, and so because it was a day of preparation of the Jewish Passover, and since the tomb was close at hand, they laid Jesus there. So again, all in fulfillment of scriptures. Uh, it's just amazing to me how... It's just so incredibly obvious you know how anybody can even mistake what what happened you know for anything but Jesus being who he said he was I mean it's amazing to me so all right well that's it for today always good stuff I mean I'm you know it breaks my heart knowing that he had to do that for us uh, if it doesn't break your heart then I don't know what to say about that I had a friend of mine a long time ago who was not a Christian but she would say that she would go to church and she would cry, so she didn't like going to church because she would cry. And I'm thinking, well, you're crying because you know that you're a sinner and you're doing the wrong thing, and you got to come to Jesus. But uh, she never did, unfortunately. She passed away, so I don't know what. That's another, that's a whole other story. So uh, something I'm not going to get into because I don't know the answer to that. <clears throat> anyway, it just makes me sad that she uh, she didn't know Jesus. So, which... There you are here we are at that moment again getting to know jesus you know if you go to church and you're crying and uh, you don't know why that's the reason why because see, we all know that we're all sinners and uh you know it, if you don't feel bad for the stuff that you do then I, I don't know what to say about that but i i always feel bad about what i've done so anyway this is your moment um if you'd like to accept jesus as your lord and savior uh, and start living your life for Him, who died on the cross for you. We just read it. Um, then let's say the prayer, and, uh, and we will welcome you into the, the kingdom of heaven. So let's, uh, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect, and no, I have sinned against you. Please, please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It is his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior, and I will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that for the first time, congratulations, and uh, welcome to the uh, brotherhood and sisterhood of Christ. Today is your day. So I encourage you to... Dog ear it, mark it in your Bible, highlight it. Uh, that today was the day that you accepted Jesus and you start in a new whole new life. Uh, we encourage you. Jeremiah and I both uh, encourage you to get to a church, and um, or a pastor, and uh, find out what your next steps are. Uh, it's very encouraging. And and you know what? Don't give up because especially during this time, this COVID time, uh, people are so short-staffed uh so many places are putting up signs saying you know please be patient Uh, so uh, i encourage you to get to a church or call a pastor or email them or something but let somebody know that you uh, accepted christ and that you are a new believer Um, and they'll celebrate with you so and then get involved with a, a ministry um, get involved with, uh, volunteer work and, uh, start, or start up your own, you know, I mean, uh, God uses everything and everybody and, and he uses it to the good, good of the kingdom. So, um, anyway, so that's it for today. Uh, we are Leap of Faith Podcast and, uh, you can reach us at leapoffaithpodcast.org. Um, either Jeremiah or myself, uh, You can find us anywhere uh, right now, just about um, Facebook, uh, Apple, uh, all of the platforms, Spotify. So uh, I encourage you to continue uh, to listen. Uh, You're doing a great job. You've got four books of the New Testament under your belt. I mean, that's a huge accomplishment uh, in four months. So basically we're doing like one book a month is what it's kind of averaging out to be um and that's okay you know like i said we're not uh in this for a you know a sprint we're in this for a marathon and god loves the fact that we are getting to know him better and uh, learning about him and just absorbing all of that information into uh what we what we can do and use in our own lives so uh so thanks for again for joining me uh and um i'm gonna say god bless you uh either this morning this afternoon Uh, or this evening, whatever time it is that you're listening to this podcast or watching it on YouTube. Um, So, uh, and we will be back tomorrow. Same, I can't say same bad time because this is a little bit later in the afternoon, but we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.